a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. And this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560, third hour. Myself, Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Larry Young, Grand Swing Phones, of course. And uh, Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service with us as well. A couple lines open, 303-477-5600. Brian and Longmont, you're next, sir. John and Steve, it's always good to talk to you fellows. Likewise. Uh, and listen to you. It's, just, uh, that's, it's a great show. Well, thank you. Uh, station wagons. Yes. John, you might remember... When you're driving uh, west out of Boulder up uh, Mapleton Street or Avenue, yes. I forget what it's called, and uh, goes into Sunshine Canyon there, and you go past the old hospital and uh, starting to get out into the country, off to the left, off to the south, there's a little uh, uh, small custom home subdivision, and uh, kind of right... I don't remember exactly. It's been several years. But uh, there's a real neat house that's built up against a uh, huge rock. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of its walls it's, has a big, big glass uh, wall that actually butts against that rock. So, you know, somebody's done some really neat work. To, to Isn't make that, that up, Lyndon, Brian? Linden, right. It's up Linden, well, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's Linden because Linden goes up to Boulder, you know, Boulder Heights and all that. I believe it's on, and I think I know the house you're talking about. I believe oh, that's Linden. Uh, no, Linden is up beyond um, Juniper, right? So a little bit, yes. Uh, no, this this is off of. This is when you go up Mapleton and you go by the old old uh, hospital. Oh, the old yeah, which they're re that's all under construction right now, as you know. Yeah, I I haven't been there in yeah. It's all uh, under construction. Lived there in thirteen years and haven't uh, been there. They're redoing the, the the I don't know what they're doing. Is you know I should I should know, but they're redoing the hospital or something up there, Brian. Yeah. So anyway, there's this, and it, I think the whole little division. It's not very big. I think they're all custom homes, and this one is really custom with nice. the glass. Again. But so anyway. Uh, there is a, from driving by, it looks great. I've never stopped and really looked close at it. There's a restored 59 Plymouth station wagon. Really? And uh, I'm guessing that whoever owns the home, when they were a kid, their dad had uh, one, or they just wanted something yeah. that was kind of a 50s look. But it's That's a, cool. Yeah, it's a really... Really uh, brand new looking '59 Plymouth wagon. That is really I didn't know. I I will. You know what? Now I'll make have to make a run up there and have a peek. Yeah, you know, take a look and. Yeah, uh, I will. 
I I have driven by a few times over the years, and it it would often be parked out in the uh, little circle driveway. So. <clears throat> You guys have a good day. We'll do it. I'll do that, Brian, too. Thanks for the tip. That's really cool. I appreciate that very much. Robert in Denver, you're next. Hey, John. How we doing? I'm doing good. How are good. You? Doing great. I had a question, two questions about a Toyota Tacoma. I bought a used uh, four-cylinder uh, four-wheel drive truck maybe, I don't know, four or five months ago. And okay. uh, after a couple, well, maybe a month or so after I bought it, the light came on, you know, uh, engine light, and I check the codes and it was something to do with uh, emissions or something so i should have checked it on e- on uh, youtube to check the codes i would have been able to figure it out without taking the dealer but anyway i took it to the dealer uh so that and another another issue but uh it ended up being the uh fuel cap i put on i put a aftermarket uh, locking fuel cap on it and i guess it was leaking or something it's not having a good contact so i was wondering if i could i want to keep the locking fuel you know the fuel cap on it so i was wondering if i could put another uh i was thinking about putting another uh um, you know uh hmm. what, what year is that truck? It's, a, it's a 16 2016 but it's a put another uh washer i mean you know like a rubber washer on the uh, uh on the cap fuel cap to put it a thicker one you know something to make it thicker so it would have a positive as long as it seals it. tight yeah, yeah that's, otherwise that's evap won't work right and that yeah that was the code yeah, that you were getting. Yep. Kill the code. But, uh, uh, sometimes the aftermarket ones don't work right, and you may have to just get and pony up for a, a dealer locking gas cap. You know to. Yeah, I wish I would have saved you. <laughs> I threw it away, but uh, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll try out uh, putting another washer on. Another issue it had was the uh, passenger side window. Sometimes would stick, uh, you know, in the down position, and sometimes in the up position. And uh, uh, I was going to take it in for that, but it, cl- it cleared up. Before I took it in, but it's since uh, done it one more time where it seems to be acting up periodically where it won't, uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, uh, won't, won't fully close or open. Yeah, sometimes those little motors get a little bad. You know, when it sticks like that, just kind of thump the thump door. the door panel just a little bit or the door. Just see <laughs> if that changes it any, because the motor huh. could just be bad. That might give you a help on a diagnosing uh, right. if it needs yeah, a motor or not. I wasn't sure what that was because it, it was periodic. Okay, and I also another question about it. I called you once about it. I have a Dodge uh, 97 Dodge Dually. Uh, you know, it's got a Cummins diesel five-speed transmission. Mm-hmm. It's only got like seventy-nine thousand miles on it. Okay. And I was thinking of selling it. I and it had a you know broken windshield and some other things need to be done. So I replaced the windshield and got uh, two new batteries, emission test, and I, you know, when I had it in the uh, the place I take it to to get an emissions test, they were saying well, I need some other things too. So. I ended up taking it to the dealer to have them do it because I figured I'd get it all done at once. It had an outstanding uh, recall on it. Mm. So they ended up doing, uh, you know, the, the uh, fluid in the front and rear diff transfer case. They took the, uh, they replaced uh, the front shocks because they were, you know, acting up. There was a lot of balance in it. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> the uh, recall was for the throttle linkage. They did some more throttle linkage, and then they replaced the bulb in the, uh, you know, the dash. So when I drove it off, picked up it later in the afternoon and I drove it off and it was uh started steering in the when I started turning it to the right or left there's a lot of moan in the you know you could hear the audible moan and groan in it turning to the right or left and you could feel a vibration going all the way down the steering column almost to the pedals hmm. so I didn't know it was it wasn't horrible everything else works fine except for that so I 
I figured, well, maybe it'll clear up. Maybe it's something to do with the, you know, when they put the new fluid in or something. Because, you know, it also had a little bit of a higher whine than it did before. And that's probably the fluid. But anyway, it, uh, you know, I don't drive it that much. So I, I took it out a couple of times since, and it's uh, done the same thing. So I took it in this week to uh, have them look at it. And they said, well, it's going to be a week till we get to it. So they haven't, you know, I haven't heard back yet. But I was wondering what you think it could have been that, uh, they did because it was something it wasn't before I, I took it in it was acting fine but since I had it in it uh, got that issue did they do the power string too when you were doing all that fluid, fluid, fluid work that I was thinking they did a power string flush or something and just didn't get it full or right they they didn't say that that's you know that, that wasn't what they were supposed to do and it said they filled all the fluid so I was thinking you know that's, what, that's something I was thinking maybe it needed uh, you know power steering fluid but they said they that was one of the things they filled so you know yeah, it depends on what they filled it with. You know, mm-hmm. was it the same fluid, different fluid? Did it did it now not mix in well? Uh, did that cause a problem? Could have. I, I'm guessing, again, because yeah. I'm not there. Yeah, I can't I hear it, but I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't know if they even put anything in it, but they said that he checked all the fluid levels, so I'm thinking if it was low, they would have filled it. But, uh, sure. you know, I waited a couple months to take it back in since I, you know, I figured I'd take it out periodically and drive and you know, mm-hmm. clear it up, and it hasn't, so... I was just, you know, I've been through mechanics school for a couple of years, and I, I can't think of what they could have done. It's got to be a fluid issue of some kind, issue. I would think. Yeah, but it's, uh, like I said, it's got a, you know, it's a groan, especially when you, you know, turn it yeah. to the right or left. Yeah. You can, at lower speeds, and you can feel a vibration going all the way down the pedals. But, I, you know, I guess I'll find out this week when they have a chance to look at it. But I just didn't like having, you know, the... No, if you're going to sell it, you want all this stuff that. to be dialed in. Yeah, I'm figured that's that's the only thing that you get more money out of it if you do, as you know. Yeah, I'm sure if I would have tried to sell like that, that would have been an issue. Oh yeah. Oh sure, definitely. Say what the heck's wrong with that steering? But uh, that's the only only issue it's got now. But uh, all right, we'll hope we find out. Robert, let us know. We appreciate it. No, thanks so much for the phone call. We appreciate it, Richard in Johnstown. You are next, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, I've got a '93 uh, Dodge uh, with a five-nine. Diesel. Okay. And for somehow my radiator must have got too close, or my fan got too close to the radiator. So they were going to replace it with aluminum one. Is the old aluminum, or the new one, aluminum ones as good as the older ones that were, you know, like copper? Yeah. They are? Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't sure if that was, you know, going to be as heavy a duty and, and everything. If it, it was yeah, no, it'll be fine. Thing. As long as it's got the right cores and everything in it, you should be fine. Well, I guess I'm still confused as to why. Typically, I don't something know. else went I, bad or moved for that radiator to well, have gotten in contact the, with the fan. Either the fan clutch or the something, you Something know, went bad. They said it, it got up against there somehow. Yeah, so. something did. It, they, it just it yeah. doesn't happen by itself. No, I know that. I was just... All of a sudden, it you know started overheating on me, and I couldn't figure out what. So I, uh, I tried to fill it up with you know fluid and drive it to the shop, and that didn't work. So I had to get it towed over there. But they said when they got it, you know, up on the rack and everything, they said the fan was you know up against the radiator. It was the so. can, is the fan, you know, is there any movement? Is it loose? I don't know. I didn't you know I didn't do the work or anything. I just went in there and asked them, what's going on, and they said I don't know. The fan was. You know, it was up against the radiator, and uh, so, so we had to order a different radiator for it. So, I don't know. Um, I, I, just I would sure look that at that really, really close because, uh, again, okay. that, that you know, as you know, the water pump's independent. On a lot of vehicles, the right. water pump and the fan are one assembly, not on that vehicle, though. They're two right. separate right. things. So something's making that, you know, that either the pulley that the fan is riding on has gone bad 
or to your point, the fan clutch is bad. So, something's made that thing move into the Something radiator. Happened, it doesn't yeah. by itself. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to check to see if they were in order the right parts. Yeah, I mean, the radiator, I wouldn't worry. But as long as it's got the right cores and everything in it, you should be fine there. There's no issues with okay. with that. I mean, that's what's in my, my 2004-59. I put one in it and same deal. So that part's not an issue. You just got to find out why the fan hit it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. You bet, Richard. Appreciate right. it very much. And we got lines open, 303-477-5600. Question of the day is, what's your favorite wagon? I had another one that came in a text message a moment ago, what's your favorite wagon and or what qualifies as a rag as a wagon? 1958 Rambler Ambassador Pink 250 V8 made 190 horsepower. <laughs> there you go. So we'll be right back, guys. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You might be misinformed about your home insurance policy, and while you're making the claim is not the time to find out. Paul Lewinberger knows this and will educate you about the types of home insurance so you can make the right choices. There are three different kinds of home insurance. Structural home insurance covering the outside, liability insurance for if someone gets hurt on your property, and contents insurance for possessions inside the home. Paul knows that the insurance money received after a big loss is often not enough for total loss replacement. In fact, with other companies, there is no such thing as total loss replacement. That's unique to Paul. Make sure your coverage matches your premium. Otherwise, you can't have the peace of mind that you should have with insurance. Work with someone who will make sure you have the right policy. Call Paul Lewinberger at 303-662-0789 to learn about getting coverage that gives you peace of mind. 
If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Here we go, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Lines open, 303-477-5600. You can text us as well, 307-282-22. Win, what's going on? Hey, you remember my Jeep? Yes, I do. So I was pulling a neighbor out the other day, and I hammered on it pretty good in reverse four-wheel drive, chained up. Okay. And at first I thought I did something to the the front differential, but now I think I am down to, I think it's one of those U-joints in the knuckles. So an axle joint up front? Yes, yes. Are those U-joints like the old style that I can do myself, or is that a sealed unit that i got to tear the transfer case apart? Not no. the transfer, but the front axle. No, no, no. Those, those just slide out. They've got an inner seal. you got to be careful when you pull them out. Don't bang up that inner seal, or then you are pulling the diff out to put the... You know, the inner axle seals in, but as long as you're careful, that shouldn't be a big deal, and it's just a regular axle joint, just inner C-clips, easy. It, yeah, okay, like C-clips or the uh, the round ones with this weird configuration, you just pop those out and then drive no, them out? No, this will be, these are on the inside, so this is like a, you know, three-quarter moon clip that's on the inside right. of the of the joint itself. They're not on the outside, they're on the inside. You just hit them with a chisel right. when they come off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, typically, yeah, yeah, it's a little punch. We're talking, okay, we're talking the same thing, that's what I thought, but. Yeah, they're easy um, to get out. As you know, I'm not really a car guy, so... Uh, make, a couple ball-peen hammers and all the tools to get the hub and everything off and pack the bearings while you're there since you're doing that and mm-hmm. call right. it good. Yep. And a couple busted knuckles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on that one, probably. <laughs> we're, I mean, we were just jo- talking about that. <laughs> the, the joints are easy on that. The biggest thing... And, and, you know, again, while you're there, this is for somebody with the old vehicles like this where it's got an actual... You know, it's it's got an actual open knuckle, and there's a spindle, and so on. You know, pack the spindle bearing. If in fact, I would buy the spindle seal kits while you're at it. When go ahead and do new seal kits for the spindles and all that at the same time. Get all that lubricated up like you're supposed to, and check the Torrington bearings. Make sure they're good. Do all that at the same time. The what bearings? The Torrington bearings that are inside of the spindle. That the axle. That's what keeps the axle centered. Got it. Okay. Okay, and, and, and again, a reason to check that is if the joint's gone bad, it could have affected one of those bearings. I doubt it, but it, it can. Got it. And then awesome. repack them, you know, get wheel seals. I mean, again, just, just get all the stuff you need before you do it. Get the joints and everything, and, and you'll lose a little 90 weight, so you want to have a little 90 weight on hand as well because you'll lose a little bit out of that when you pull the axle. The, tri- the trick to that is if, if you're only doing one side, jack that one side up and keep all the fluid in so when you pull the axle, it doesn't run out. Good call. But, all right, cool. I was hoping it was going to be that simple, but they're not I bad. Know it won't be that. it won't be that simple for me. But no, they're not bad. If you run into something, you know, holler, but they're not bad. Cool. They're pretty Thanks, easy. John. You bet, Win. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Nope, those are old school. Not bad at all. Uh, lines open, 303-477-5600. Jack in Fort Collins. Uh, you're talking about uh, station wagons. Yes, sir. Uh, Studebaker, towards the end of their life, made a station wagon that had a sliding roof on it. Oh, really? 
I didn't know that. And just covered the back end of the car, so you would slide the roof open and it would make it like a, a pickup truck. Okay, I'm looking. Hmm. What year would that have been? I don't know. When Studebaker was just before they went out of business. Oh, there it is. Steve found it. Yep, sure yeah. enough. I did not know that. I, I've never seen one of those cars. A Studebaker yeah, Lark Wagoneer. A Lark. A Lark Wagoneer. Lark Wagoneer. Never <laughs> seen one. I bet that's worth some money today. Any Studebaker's worth some money. I think if, it's, if, if you can yeah. find one, it's decent. I, you know, that's really pretty cool. You're right. It just made the station wagon into a pickup truck. Yep. Huh. That's like pretty cool. That, but didn't Chevrolet make a, a car that was kind of like that uh, over, well, maybe 10 years ago? Well, an avalanche was kind of like that, but that was, yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's true. You know, the, the avalanche had kind of a back window and stuff that would go down. You could open it up and kind of have more of a full pickup body. Most people used them as grocery getters. Yeah. Being honest. Okay, well, that's all I got to add today. Awesome, Jack. Enjoy your show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you calling in very much. And not knocking avalanches. It's just most people. I mean, the the bed configuration was so small that most never used them for anything other than just, you know, throwing some camping gear, groceries, things like that. I don't know that I've ever really seen anybody put the – the divider, I guess is the way to say that, Steve, put the divider down to where you could yeah. actually then utilize that whole bed space. I put somebody on hold. Hang tight. Larry will get your call in just one moment, get it screened, and we got a line open, 303-477-5600. Let's do this while Larry's screening calls. We're kind of at the bottom of the hour. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, have a nice long segment that way. Again, 303-477-5600. Question of the day is, what's your favorite station wagon? We'll be right back. KLZ 560. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes... And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores nationwide. 
Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, affordable interest mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service in Littleton, by the way. Canon Denver, you are next. Go ahead. Yeah, I've got a 2015 Impreza Sport, and uh, I was going through a lot of water when I went uh, on I-70 the other day, but I don't know if that makes any difference. But I've noticed when I turn left now, uh, I get like a, a ticking or a snapping noise in the left rear. Uh, axle, I think it is, or the hub. I'm not sure. Well, and, and I missed the car. I'm sorry. Uh, super. It's a two, 2015 Impreza. Impreza, okay. Subaru. All-wheel drive? Yeah. I'm, well, they all are. Duh. That was a dumb yeah. question. <laughs> all Subarus That's are. okay. Duh. But you're getting a you're getting a ticking like a like a CB joint. Click 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 click. Yeah. But it's in the rear though. Only but only when I'm turning to the left. Because it's pretty rare that it'll make noise. But I, 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 the only other thing I was thinking is is maybe washed out that wheel bearing a little bit. You know, they're supposed to be sealed, but maybe mm-hmm. maybe you get a wheel bearing noise there. But uh, or you know, or even you know, even got a little rust or something on that brake rotor. Maybe is it yeah, is it really? Um, I mean, is it like exact rotation of the wheel, or can you tell? It seems like it's the rotation of the wheel. Um, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would take some of that apart. Uh, to Steve's point, it's either you know brake or something's rubbing or the axle. It could be you know could be that the CV joint's bad. But it seems like it's coming from the left rear. Yeah. Does the left rear have a CV? Oh joint? yeah. Oh, it sure does. Oh yeah. yeah. On those for sure. Huh. Two, two actually. Got, yeah, one on each side. One on each side. Yeah. It's got one hundred six thousand miles on it, so I don't know if that makes any difference. Yeah, probably not. I mean, it may just be. Well, here's the thing. If it's got, a, which you could look underneath really quick, if it's got a boot that's gotten cracked, split, something along those lines, and going through a lot of that water, could have gotten into that joint and started making it, you know, make noise at that point. You, you know, a quick look with a flashlight underneath that left side. You can look at both axle boots and see. I tried to look at the boot. I really couldn't get under there too well because it's so low. But okay. I will do a better inspection of it and see if I can see if it's That would kind of tell you, you know. And yeah. again, it could, you know, and also when you're underneath there, just look to make sure the backing plate, you know, nothing has, 
you know, sometimes you can hit something on the road and a backing plate can bend a little bit, you know, a piece of cardboard in the road. I, I mean, all sorts I, of things ice. can happen. Ice, yeah, you name it. Yeah, anything. you name it. Anything yeah. can bend a little backing plate. Just make sure nothing's rubbing that way also, Ken. If if um, if it is a CV, what am I looking at more or less in, in repair? Oh. Any any clue? Um, it's No, if it's I'd have to look for sure, but it's not too bad. Just like the front. I think they're 350, 400 rough numbers. Very, very rough without knowing the car. I mean, not, right, without well, looking at the car, I mean, sorry. All right, well, I'll look underneath and see if I see anything, and I guess that's about as far as we can go on the radio. Until you yeah. get underneath there and really look at it, you know, get a flashlight and, you know, try to slide underneath. If you have to jack one side up, just be careful and, you know, to take a peek at it. All righty, well, thanks a lot. You're very welcome, Ken. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, again, without getting underneath there and looking, it's yeah. it's a... It's a crapshoot. You, know, you really don't that's, know. That's a typical noise for the front, but not a typical noise not for the rear. Not easy in the rear. No, I agree. Bob and Frederick, you're next. Hey, John. How you doing, Bob? Hello. I'm good. I got this 50 Plymouth. had uh, some brakes put on the front. And okay. it turns out i got to have a special tool to adjust those. Uh might be the other guy in Boulder has got it there. It's 50 shits and raffles. He might. Let me, um, do you know what tool it is, Bob, by chance? No, uh, it's some kind of, you take, take it off, some kind of metal thing you put over inside there and adjust it, I think, or maybe it's on the back side. I don't know. I'm looking. Yeah, that, I don't know if he's oh, right, no. or not. I just know how to start it. I don't know anything. <laughs> I, you know, I, and I got a lot of vintage tools. I don't even have that tool. Okay. You may end up having to buy yeah. that tool, actually, and then have somebody adjust yeah, it. Yeah, they're 450 to 500 and some bucks. So. Well, I'm seeing them on eBay for 100 Oh, really? Yeah. What the heck does yeah. that thing do? So they're, they're, they're <laughs> eBay, and, and these are, somebody's made these. These are not going to be the official tool, but... From the looks of it, it would do the same thing. And yeah, they're hundred bucks. And that's what you use to adjust the uh, brakes. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, I, I probably, you know, I would do that, Bob. Buy one off eBay and then keep it with the car. Yeah, I'm gonna sell it when I get it done, but it's all right. Well, and just yeah, we just add value that. and go with the car that way. Not a big deal. Oh, yeah, you bet. I just one other quick question. No, you're fine. Go ahead, Bob. It's the cars that. By the hundreds that I see all day long with way expired. Oh, jeez, Bob. Don't go there. Holy cow. Well, does, does, does nobody go to the you know the clerk or the DMV anymore? What's the deal with that? And nobody gives them a ticket. Unstinking believable. Yeah. I mean, I got to pay all my dues. Why can't the rest of these people? Yeah, that's, they, they aren't paying their... What's, the, the roads will be all destroyed here pretty quick, but... Well, for, and real quick, for what I learned this last week, just so you know, and I don't know if this is true, but I believe it probably is. These guys all think they're getting by not paying. The only way they're not going to pay is if they somehow jump title. You know, they've paid cash for the car. They resell it before they get it registered and all that, which a lot of these aren't going to do. What's going to happen, Bob, they're going to get to the courthouse at some point, or DMV, and, and they're going to go to register the car. And they're going to charge them all these back months. Mm -hmm. There's a penalty for not having yeah. it registered. It's costing them far more not registering the car than if they just go down and register. They all think they're getting a pass. They're not going to get a pass. 
They're still going to pay. They're going to pay. Even if it's nine months, they're going to pay for a full That's year. That's right. And they're they're going to pay. pay. The, they're going to have to re-register in nine months. It's not so dumb. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. They, they all think they're going to get by with something, but they're not. Uh, well, isn't it also true that you don't have insurance if you don't have a flight uh, registration? Well, not I mean, not necessarily. If it and if the car's got a lien on it, you know darn good well the lien company's watching that. So if the if it's got a lien on it, it probably has insurance, regardless of the place. But what I've heard, and this I don't know, I've not been able to confirm this. But what I've heard is some of the insurance claims and so on can get pretty weird if it's not fully registered. But I've only heard that from folks that have called in here. I don't know that myself personally. Yeah. But I know this. I'm well, I'm staying away from those guys that don't have registered, you know, license plates. I'm telling you that much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's a bunch of garbage, is what it is. Well, you know, the ones that really get me too. The you know the guy that you know I I talked about this a while back. But I followed a guy home one night that's in about a you know hundred fifty thousand dollar Audi that's uh you know got expired tags. You know, temp tags running around. I'm thinking, you knucklehead. You know, either you're just a poser. Yeah acting like you got a lot of money or you're just a cheap wad and won't go down and register your car, one of the two. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, I hope they end up paying for it. Me too. Me too, Bob. I'm with you. Right, by the way, thanks for All calling, right. man. It's good, hear, good hearing your voice. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, Bob, you, very much. Appreciate it. Old friend of mine, by the way. Um, I don't think Bob cares. He's a communications guy. He does all the radios in my trucks and stuff, Astro Communications. Great guy. If you ever need anything uh, communication-wise, if you guys have fleets or anything along those lines and you want somebody that really knows that end of it, I, guy I just talked to, he's he's the smartest guy I've ever known when it comes to that stuff. I'm not exaggerating. He He knows it all and has been around all of it for a long, long time. So if you're looking for good, solid communication, um, he's your guy. Yeah, I'll give him a free plug because he's a great guy, and he knows, you know, there's every now and then you'll run into a guy, Steve, that just knows his stuff. Bob's one of those guys. So in your in your trucks, you have to, you know, that's do, the best way for you guys to communicate. We do two-way radios. We, really? we tried cell phones for years and, and Cell years. phones and things. It's so. awful. Really? Okay. It's awful. This works way better, and, yeah, Bob's got us all dialed in, and he's just a – He's, he's a great guy. I mean, if you ever need anything, Astro Communications up in Lafayette, um, really, he's the, he's the guy to, to talk to. He and, he knows it. And you would think that the, you know, there would be a better system than just two ways, but nope. this is a better system. It is the best way to do it. Sometimes. Because you can talk to everybody at once. Uh, you're all in the same yep. band or whatever. Well, we have a couple of different channels, sure, but sure, yeah, but for the most part, we talk to everybody at one time. So when you're trying to direct people around, you want know, to plow and snow and doing all that, and you got guys out and around, yeah, talking to all of them at one time is way better than trying to communicate via cell phone. Oh, yeah, then you're sending one mass text. Correct. And, and they're looking down to read the text. Yeah, this is much better. They've got safer. a mic. It's on the dash. He's picking, yeah. It's like it's like a guy running a CB or something. Way sure. easier. Yeah. And Only it, way to go. And, and safer, like I said. And much safer. Yeah, he's not, yes. not taking his eyes off the road. Really. No, it, it works. And, again, if you guys ever need anything along those lines mm-hmm. at all, uh, give Bob a call. He's a... He's, uh, Again, he's the sharpest guy I've ever talked to when it comes to all that stuff. So Gilbert is next, though. Gilbert, welcome. What's going on? Hey, how are you today? Good, Gilbert. Nice talking to you, sir. Yeah, long time no talk. Hey, uh, I got a, a buddy who bought a, a really nice uh, Silverado 2021, just top of the line. It's not diesel, but it's got every option nice. you could ever want. Nice. And and years ago when I went to get my plates on one of my cars, I asked the gal, I go, how do you charge? She goes, it's 2.5% of the MSRP. That's what they charge you for plates. 
So his MSRP was like $91,000. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't want to go in there and write a check for eighteen, two $2,000. I go, didn't you know that buying this? You have any choice. That, but I didn't think. Uh, well, he's running around. He's got those plates. They're, they're almost going on a year. Really? He, well, they're, here's the deal, Gilbert. What he doesn't understand is he's going to pay no matter what. They're, they're going to nail him not only for that, but for being late. There's an extra $100. I believe it's like a fine almost for right. being late. Right. And then he's going to pay every month he's driven it. So by the time he goes in, he's going to own five grand. My point, I told him, unless you're going to steal plates from another truck, you better just go in there and face the music because like you said, you go a year and then, you know, you only get, and they, with the COVID, there was a big backlog and all that. That's all gone. That's all. Anybody saying yeah, that today gone, yeah. is full of crap. Yeah. They're not going in I because they that. don't want to. There is yeah. no, I, well, I register, you know, almost a hundred vehicles every single year, Gilbert, oh and I haven't God. had any issues getting in and getting anything no. done. So these people that are out there running around telling you they can't do it are full of crap. Actually, it was easier to code. You can make an I appointment. I just do mine online. It's yeah, easy. Mine online. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. The, these guys but, run around with expired tags and or you know expired temp tags are just flat out being either lazy or they're trying to work the system or they bought more car right. like you just said a moment ago than they could afford. And again, no no offense, not my problem. I pay my yeah, fair share. They should too. You know, and another question about taxes and registration. You know, these electric cars don't use fuel, so they don't pay the gas tax. 50 bucks a year is all. Is that it? That's it. Okay, well. Which isn't enough, by the way. It's about a tenth, or no, not a tenth. It, it ought to be about, depending upon the electric vehicle, it ought to be 350 to 500, depending upon their weight. So it's a fraction yeah, of what it should yeah. be. Uh, yeah, my neighbor just bought one, and uh, when gas hit, you know, 375, four bucks. He said, well, I'm really glad I bought one. But he had a pavement. I'm really glad I bought one because I did the math on that, by the way, earlier this yeah. week, Gilbert. And I did. The, I figured it where if you already own your vehicle outright, 10-year-old vehicle, 22 miles to wow. the gallon. I ran all the numbers on it, what you save in fuel and electricity and on and on. And, by the way, it's yeah. all up on the website. Uh, but I went through the whole thing. And it still costs you over six years' time, Gilbert, sixty grand. So they ain't mm-hmm. saving any money. No, they're not. They're they're acting well, like they of, are. The the news media and the White House acts like you are. You're not. I know it. Uh, like it was magically like Santa Claus. Jeez, what it, a know, bunch like of. Magic. I mean, are these people just that dumb, Gilbert? Well, they wanted. They're trying to convince themselves they're saving the planet. Remember that. You no, know, they ain't it's saving nothing, their including their wallet. I know. It's all in their mind. Yeah, he had to have an inverter put in. <laughs> Wait, what that cost him? Three grand. I, he wouldn't say, but I was talking to an electrician, and the electrician said it was about it was about twenty five hundred, yeah. and then I guess you get a little bit of a rebate from Uncle Sam. I'm not sure about that. I don't but know he also that either. Solar power, and I said, will the solar power make enough power to charge that? And he goes, no way. No, nope. no, nope. not at all. I won't nope. even come close. Nope. Huh. Well, anyways. Yeah. So anyway, my buddy's running around owing uh, this honest taxpaying citizens money because he's been sitting on that truck a year i even tell him when are you going to get plates man he goes well you know the only way that i know again that he may get out of that is if he decided tomorrow to go trade that truck in and buy another one which by the way is also not Mm -hmm. cheap but i I, and i don't know for positive how the title work and all that since he's never finished up the current title work yeah i'm guessing he's still gonna have to go in and finish up that title work before he can even go trade that. Any, any, by the way, any of you out there listening, Bob, if you're listening that 
you know, you're my my go-to guy on the dealer side. If you're listening, please call me and tell me how that works. Because I'm guessing he can't yeah. do anything with that vehicle until he finally does a full registration on his own, especially since it was a new vehicle with an MSO that now needs to be fully registered in Colorado. I don't think, Gilbert, he can even sell that till he does that. Well, and then he probably is upside down. I don't know how they depreciate if they still do like they and that one, yeah. The only good thing for him right now is they haven't much. That's about the only good okay. thing that in his favor. They haven't much. Yeah, it's a beautiful truck, but he just can't. I don't know. I, again, I don't know why he doesn't. Because he seems to have the money, but he's just playing games, I think. That's what they do. I think you're correct on that. Yeah. 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 Well, you take care. Bye. You too, Gilbert. Appreciate it very much. Dan and Monument, you're next, sir. Yeah, I'm with you about these expired uh, plates. Oh, it's ridiculous, here's Dan. How the game is, here's how the game is played. They're not going back. They go and they register the vehicle, they get the title, and that's the last time they buy plates. And they've got the title, they can sell the car, they can trade the car in, whatever. Unless it's financed, it then is, they don't have it. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that is right. Okay. But I'm guessing, too, though, Dan, I just my, again, I could be wrong, but... From looking at some of the vehicles I see running around with expired temp tags, I'm guessing 80% of them have a lien. Well, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know about now, that. And I, got, and I, I don't be. know. Hang on here. I don't think. Let me think about this for a second. So what you're saying they is if the vehicle's back. paid for, they go in, they register it, they pay the title fee, they get a title in their name, but they don't plate it because they for some odd reason, don't have emissions or whatever the case may be. Yeah, in that case, they could do that. You are correct. Yeah, And they, and they will go like that for years. You're correct. They could do and that I if they want to. I don't why the state of Colorado, okay, doesn't have a hotline where you can call in a plate I that's agree. out here that's expired. I agree. I'll tell you what, you talk about a revenue generator. They're more worried we, about, Dan, and this is my pet yep. peeve, they're more worried yep. about patrolling I-70 and I-25 for speeders in the middle of rush hour traffic than they are pulling guys over for expired tags. That's my yep. beef. Yep. Nobody yep. could speed during rush hour traffic. Oh, you'd be, su- <laughs> you, you'd be surprised. The Denver PD will sit on I-70 through all those construction areas, and it opens up in some cases. And yeah, you can drive, you know, 70, 75. They'll write tickets through those areas, but I don't see anybody getting pulled over for expired tags. Yeah. It's yeah. a bunch of garbage. Different. I've got a different question. Sure, this go ahead, sir. Be a good one. Okay, I'll give you a choice between vehicles. You tell me which one you would go Okay. With. A Yukon Denali 6.2. A Yukon Denali Duramax. Duramax. A Toyota... Uh, Sequoia, the new one, or a Cadillac Escalade. Well, I would never buy an Escalade just because it's a way overpriced Yukon. Sorry, Cadillac, right. yeah. but that's just my opinion of it. I mean, it's a very nice car, absolutely. Uh, the, the On the Yukon, 3-liter diesel would be my choice right off the bat. Uh, I've not driven a Sequoia, so I hate to say, you know, Dan, until I drive one and I can actually get behind the wheel, I really can't talk about that one. Although, if it works as good as the Tundras are, it would be a toss-up between those two. All right. Well, you have a good weekend. You, you do the same. Dan, thank Great questions, by the way. Great questions and comments. Dave, hang tight. I'll come right back, give you plenty of time. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. 
Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. In these difficult times, Arvada West Auto and Truck is geared up servicing and maintaining their customers' vehicles. Throughout the COVID disruption, they still manage to keep their staff busy every day. As a reminder, Arvada West Auto and Truck specializes in electrical, climate control, brakes, tune-ups, emission failures, exhaust, steering, suspension, drivability issues, and maintenance services. Come visit or call Arvada West Auto and Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly. And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a Novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the Novus link that's Novus Autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio All right. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Larry Unger answering phone. Scott Wally walking in. We'll talk about Sportsman of Colorado here in just a few minutes. And, of course, Steve Horvath joining me from Geno's Auto Service. And, by the way, real quick, for those of you that go out and look at my uh, formula on EVs and true costs, Steve and I were just taking, you know, talking through the break. I was gracious to EVs and figured tires at year three. Steve's like, you're not going to go three years. It's a two-year deal on tires. So my equation is even off some, which means that price that I put down on my little chart is going to be higher than what I even said. So I was being very gracious in the numbers that I gave on the EV side. Dave and Thornton, you're next. Hey, I had a question with uh, high gas prices and so forth. For the last couple of years, I've been using Tecron and Seafoam alternate gas just to 
clean out the system. Uh-huh. And I got me thinking the other day, I was just watching a YouTube video, and I was, got me thinking about it. Is that really doing anything? Because this YouTube video said it really isn't. Is Am I wasting the money, and would I be better off just once a month running half a tank of premium? What are you driving? It's a three-quarter ton GMC. What year? O two. Um, it might be helping a tad. I, I and I would run forty-four K before I'd run Seafoam. You're going to get better, better results out of forty-four K than you would Seafoam. Okay. In so that case, yeah, I'd run on, on that vehicle twice a year. Is all you need to do forty-four K. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's like the tech run. I was doing it, you know, every other two weeks. You know, as soon as that builds up. They make a little trays to help with that. An old license okay. plate bent with a U helps, by the way, Dave. Okay. All right. I'm trying to think of some alternative to not make such a mess. But I, I recall from years ago, and I, I can't seem to find it anymore, uh, they used to make it for race cars, uh, uh, oil filter relocation kits. Oh, they, yeah, they still, they still do. do. Yeah. yeah, they still do. They still do? Yeah. Summit, Napa, yeah, places I, like I that still sell them. Okay, I've never ordered one just because I, I recall guys saying that they had a tendency to leak. They do. Yeah, yeah. They do. And yeah, they, no they doubt. They may make a mess. They do. Okay, well then that's not going to help. They they make a little thing that's it's a le- it's a piece of lead wrapped with rubber. Have you seen those? They work great. And like, you can make them in a funnel you and everything. Fun. Yeah, they they sell them all over the place. They work yeah. really well too, Dave. That's what we use they in our fantastic. shop. Fantastic. You just but yeah, you got no license plate kicking around the house. They work too. All right. Cool. And um, a question about the legislation that I've been talking about years ago, they were saying, well, even if they got pulled over and got a ticket, the $70, $75 ticket was cheaper than yep. the registration. You got it. And so they would just keep going that way. And I'm like, eventually I, I assumed that it was going to catch up to them. Well, I tell you what, though, you see you see so few that get caught that I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Well, in this day and age, when, you know, we can have uh, mass murderers released on no bond. Yeah, no yeah. comment. Why, why would they That's right, Dave. No, you're spot on. Spot on. But uh, I, I'm also in that little bit of a pickle. I've got a, a project car that became a project car about 10 years ago. I built the rear end on my Camaro. And uh, so it's been just collecting parts in the garage. So I've been keeping it insured, but I haven't played it since if it's not running over the last 10 years. When I go, when I do finally get it running, uh, and that's going to be my project. It'll be 100 bucks extra is all. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. So thinking, yeah, hundred bucks you know, extra. The state, you know, as soon as you walk in trying to do the right thing, being the honest citizen, <laughs> they're, you're the one that gets the deal. That's right. No, oh, on your case, it's just a hundred bucks, so it's not a big deal. Okay. All right, guys. Well, All right. I appreciate you. Dave, thanks, man. Appreciate it very much. Scott, what's coming up next on Sportsman? Hey, John, real quick, we've got a uh, jam-packed show for you. We're going to be talking about the Colorado Big Game Draw. The nice. applications are out now, and uh, we'll go through all a bunch of information on that. Uh, Wilmore Court's going to join us. He is the owner of Davis Tent. And, uh, boy, their business was booming during the pandemic. They built a lot of tents for restaurants, different things like that. He also has a company called Outdoors Geek. And just real quick, um, let's say you want to go camping. You don't have any gear. You call Outdoors Geek. Tell them what you need. 
anything to do with They'll camping. assemble it. Yeah, you just go by and pick it up in your trailer or your AT- nice. UTV, whatever, you know. Nice. And uh, go camp. You bring it back to them. Let's say you want to go to Oregon, you want to camp. You'll ship it to your hotel. Really? You do it there. You bring it back to the hotel. They nice. ship it back to them. So it's pretty cool. Great idea. We're going to be talking a lot about Fabulous. that. Fabulous. And we'll be emceeing a banquet tonight for the Colorado Bowhunter Association in Westminster. Very cool. And uh, looking forward to that. That's nice. Good stuff. Guys, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. That's 1 o'clock here just in a few minutes. Craig and Wheatridge, you're next, sir. Hey, John. You hit a nerve. These people driving around these expired tags. The other day I was driving home, and I had to look twice. November 2020. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, not and surprised. I, I don't know how they get and, by with it. If it was me, I'd get pulled over. It's just my luck. Oh, I would. But, you know, I, I was going to have a suggestion for, like, next week's show. So in the following week, between today's show and next mm-hmm. week's show, have people just kind of take notice and see who can come up with an actual. Um, you don't have to photograph it or anything. Just just see if you can find the oldest tag that is still running around. Good one. I'll Everybody put that in for my notes next week. Yep, that's a good one. I'll do that. And then. And then, you know, as far as people wanting to get better uh, gas mileage, have you seen anybody change their driving habits? I no. haven't. I see, <laughs> no. the, I see the jackrabbit starts and the yeah. panic stops. It's not expensive enough to impact some people, evidently, because they, or they just haven't learned how to drive. One of the two. You're spot on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Craig, no, good. I'll okay. do that. I'll do that this, uh, this next week. I'll put that on my list. One more call before we end the show. Mark, you're up, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Arizona uh, – about 10, 12 years ago, got rid of 85 octane in the gas stations statewide, and all the, the lowest they have is 87. I like to go down there, and I have a flex fuel vehicle, E85, 85, and I'm wondering, is there something you know of on the market I could purchase to add to a tank of gas to lower the octane? No. Nothing. Other than lower octane fuel, nothing. No. Right. You could raise the octane. I know there's yep. additive. Yeah. yeah, and even that's getting harder and harder to do. I mean, it's very expensive if you can even find it. And most of what we used to use had, had lead content, and they don't do that anymore. So uh, it's pretty tough uh, other than just buying you know, either high-test fuel or high-octane fuel. But nothing I know of that will lower it. Well, then I'll either sell the car or not go to Arizona anymore. Well, and keep in mind, Arizona, you know, our 85 is their 87 because of our altitude. We don't have 80, you know, normally here you would have 87, uh, 89, and 91, uh, or even 93 uh, when you get to lower elevations. You know, ours is, two, ours is two notches lower than what's required elsewhere. Well, my engine doesn't like 87 at all. It just pings like crazy. Yep, so you need 89. Do you think if I get 89, it'll stop pinging? should, mm-hmm. or 91 even. What are you driving? It's an 06 uh, Dodge Van Flex Fuel, E85, 85. What engine? It's a V6. Uh, make sure that it's not carboned up, because there shouldn't be a pinging issue with that particular engine. That's what I saw when I was down there, and I cleaned the throttle body and everything, and it uh, didn't change a damn thing, and... Uh, when I get back to Colorado, I put 85, and it's fine. Yeah, different. We have different air, different, different elevation, air, yeah. everything. Yeah. Density, everything. Yeah, I'll probably just sell the car then. Uh, that's going to be it for us, Mark. I appreciate it. 
Uh, you guys have a great weekend. Again, Sportsman of Colorado coming up next. Don't turn the dial. And then, then uh, Shooting the Breeze is up right after that Franktown Firearm. So we've got a full program for you guys on Saturday. So, Steve, Horvath, Genos, oh, thanks. Thank Give me you. your number real quick. Oh, 303-794-6700. All right, Charlie, thank you. Larry Unger as well. Guys, enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'll see you Monday back here for Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, every day from 3 to 7. But otherwise, Sportsman of Colorado is next. Have a great weekend. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.